0: What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist. Yes, you can have a favorite narcissist, y'all. <laughs> um, Lee Hammack, also known as Mental healness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time you know seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform to raise awareness for NPD. Get more people into therapy, like myself, four years strong. And then also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Um, today's episode is going to be about, be about healthy conflict. Healthy conflict in a relationship versus in a narcissistic relationship. In a healthy relationship, normal relationship versus being in a toxic relationship or a narcissistic relationship. So what I mean by healthy conflict is there is a level of... Of healthy conflict in every single solitary relationship, I don't know if y'all realize, a lot of people realize this, but when I'm talking to people over Zoom, y'all know I do my one-on-ones over Zoom and whatnot. Um, one of the main things I see as a red flag that people don't realize is a red flag is when they say they don't, they never argue. We we never argue, you, you unless y'all are carbon copies of each other. You are not going to see eye to eye on every single solitary issue. If you never ever argue, if you never ever fuss, if there's never ever any conflict, that means one person is being subservient or submissive to the other person and is, is, is avoiding something. One person or both people are not expressing themselves for whatever reason. You just want to be, you know, you just want to be compliant and don't wanna you don't want to argue. You want the perfect the, the viewpoint of a perfect relationship. But there is a level of healthy conflict in every relationship because you're there. It is literally impossible, y'all, to see eye to eye on every single thing. Identical twins. What, what did I just say? Oblimical? Oblimical? Identical twins do the same. You know, the same egg and sperm <laughs> are going to see have conflict. So there is no way on God on God's green earth. That you are going not going to have conflict in your relationship it is it is an inevitable inevitability. I can't even talk to that y'all. I'm sorry. I'm gonna just stop you trying to use words with more than three syllables because I'm butchering them today. Um, but yeah, literally, that's a like no. You, you, my podcasters, you can't see this, but my people on YouTube, you can see this. That's a red flag, right? I'm waving my little red flag. I got some, I got some new red flags, y'all. Um, <laughs> I'm waving the red flag right now because a lot of times you there there is a level of healthy conflict with every single thing you can't like if you're in a toxic relationship and you feel like your voice isn't being heard and you're scared to voice your opinion that is a red flag because that is you stifling yourself for the for you know for the relationship and a lot of times you're going to see a lot of people out here today that will agree with that one person should stifle themselves especially in, in, in the especially the misogynist so this is not just a man thing i said especially the misogynistic people especially them but not only them so this is not an attack on men but misogyny yes think about it like so especially the misogynist they feel like women should just be subor- subordinate anyway and submissive anyway and not argue and fuss and fight with your man you know how that goes right there especially the misogynist if you're not a misogynist you should not take offense to that because you don't think like that but if you're a misogynist and think especially and think that the woman should just shut the hell up and know her place and whatever the man says goes then yeah that's directly towards you and it should hurt your damn feelings um and I was like, Lee, you're a narcissist. How can you not be a misogynist? Because I was raised by all women, y'all. It's damn near impossible for me to be a misogynist because my mom is a strong woman. My mom is a strong black woman. My aunts are strong black women. My grandma was a strong black woman. My grandmas, my you know, my aunts. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't really have a dominant male figure in my life. Honestly, you think about it, <laughs> I honestly didn't have a dominant male figure in my life. Women were. This is how, I know power- how powerful women are. But then, no, I'm not a simp or anything like that. I just respect women to the level. I just know women can accomplish ma- major, major things on this planet, you know. And they have, and they are going to going to continue. I married a strong woman. My wife is a strong woman. She is. I like strong women. All narcissists are not attracted to. If, if, a, if a male narcissist are not just attracted to weak women. I love a strong woman because I was raised around strong women. You go to what you know. My wife is super independent. You know. Executive for a nice company and, uh, and Carrie, you know, <laughs> um, and things like that. She was, you know, and she was a boss. I like boss. I like independent women. But back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Healthy conflict, y'all. So if one person is just, you just being quiet for the sake of being quiet, that is not a good relationship. People are like, we never argue. We, look, man, we never argue. Why not? I always ask you, why don't you argue? And that's like, that's, uh, what you call it? Um uh, I talked to a woman the other day and she was like and her narcissistic partner ended up leaving her and she was curious as to why. She was like, We never ever argued. Never and I just asked her, why not? And she just got she just got kinda of silent. She was like, I don't know, it just never nothing ever just came up. I like so did you agree on every single thing? She said, No. Then how did you not argue? She's like, once the that person's like I guess he she saw him arguing on the phone one day with this bomb or somebody. And she saw the type of person he was Like how explosively angry he could get So she would avoid it. She would, If anything she needed to ask something That wasn't in line with his viewpoint She would avoid it And she thought that was a healthy relationship Instead she just started arguing She just avoid arguing When she would go through his phone or something like that And see stuff on his phone She wouldn't bring it up Because she didn't want to argue it, But you see they never argued You see how they look right there Hey, we never argued Because you didn't want to say anything Because one of you or both of you felt stifled Typically one of you If you, if you were a narcissist It's typically going to be you You don't argue a lot Because you don't want to talk Maybe you started off Arguing and being confrontational But now you've been Beaten down Mentally Sometimes physically Into submission If physical, if you've been Physically beaten down go, oh, Goodness gracious Go to the police <laughs> Yeah I mean I know I, Put it on record y'all There's been physical violence In the house Don't do that Don't do that to yourself But literally That's how it goes y'all Like literally That's the mindset right there like if it, we never argue. And a narcissist sometimes they narcissist y'all. It's gonna sound weird, but sometimes narcissists like confrontation. Sometimes they seek it out. They want to be. They want to argue. They want to get that rage out, their anger out of their systems. So because so if you just are being a yes man or a yes woman, then they then they're gonna go find somebody else they can argue with and be confrontation with. They they got you at home to to say nothing to to, to kind of be a doormat. They're gonna go, out, go out and argue with somebody else, the side chick, side dude, somebody at work, somebody on the streets, somebody at a bar, because they don't get it at home. Healthy conflict is not a bad thing, y'all. There should be a level of healthy conflict in the relationship. But if you feel like you don't argue and you don't fuss and fight because you because you have that fear that like that kind of built-in fear that learned fear that you there's going to be a huge blow up then that is not a healthy relationship, y'all. I think a lot, a lot, and a lot of times, narcissistic people like myself, we we stifle, you, we set to stifle you out. So we're going to argue sometimes, but not not the arguments will go downhill. They're going to be less and less and less. Just, you know, just you're going to be walking on eggshells. You're walking on eggshells, but you don't. You know, you're walking on eggshells, but you never argue. You never fuss and fight. Healthy conflict is a good thing, y'all. And I know people are like Lee. Why do you keep? Where do you learn these terms at? So when I'm talking to people, that's why I like doing the one-on-ones, y'all. Because when I'm talking to people one-on-one, literally, when I'm talking to people one-on-one, I uh, when I'm talking to people one-on-one, like I listen to them. When I'm listening, if I when y'all hear me say, I learned this, when y'all hear me say at the end of my videos and YouTube sometimes, my podcast. When as much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from y'all. That's true because when I'm talking to you and I'm reading your comments, I'm learning more about myself because it it kind of triggers memories in my head. I'm like, oh, and I have aha moments, and I write it down and I do a video on it. So the other day I was so this is this is how this is how the perspective I be offering y'all. I talk to clinical psychologists all the time on my one on ones. But I'm doing my one on ones. Not only am I talking to survivors and victims, I'm talking to psychologists as well that are also survivors and victims and thrivers i do I, I talk to them as well you know what i mean i talk to them as well that's that's literally what i'm doing you know I mean you know I mean <clears throat> that's what. that's exactly what i'm doing right now like and they because everybody you know some people some, like even the psychologists and the doctors sometimes miss the red flags y'all because sometimes a lot, some of them think they, they know everything it's impossible for them to not know like this is not a red flag i'm a psychologist got you a narcissist surprise you mean surprise? Gotcha. You are a narcissist? Yep, gotcha. You know what I mean? it's too late now. You're pregnant. Or well, you got a baby on the way. <laughs> or oh, they're pregnant. You know what I mean? <laughs> slow down. <laughs> slow down. It's not funny, y'all. I'm not laughing at y'all. I'm laughing at myself because I'm stupid, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm super goofy. You know? Like. That's why I tell people it's a personality disorder. This is my personality, y'all see. The funny person—that's my personality. It's just disordered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody has their own personality. That's why you go see, you go check out Ben Taylor at Rob Motivations. You go check check out uh, Sarah at Cluster B Milkshake. We are all—we all have probably have the same personality disorder. We are all different levels on the spectrum, but we all have our own personalities. Sarah is just outright. She just cluster b milkshake is the truth y'all i'm telling y'all go follow her page going, you go you she gonna trigger you because but she's hilarious she's funny but she's gonna trigger you she's gonna cut you out and she's gonna she's gonna keep you real with you from her perspective i promise you and i love i love it i love i love her stuff y'all i'm glad like she got started i'm, I'm gonna help her build her page up as high as it can go but people you know people come to me and like whoa lee yeah She's, she's got some stuff going on. Like yeah, she's she's a milkshake. She's Cluster B milkshake. Like it's, she got a lot of stuff going on. She's not just a narcissist. She will tell you that straight up. <laughs> she's been honest with you. But she she she's she's, she's legit though. Go check out her Cluster B milkshake on all platforms. Just like it's spelled Cluster B milkshake. Um, but yeah, that's how it goes though, y'all. But like, there's a level of healthy conflict in every single relationship. not if you feel like you're avoiding conflict, then that's not that is not a healthy relationship. If you feel like you can go tell your friends and stuff like that, we never argue, fuss, or fight. That's not a flex. That's not the flex that you think it is. Could it be a flex very rarely? Yeah, we we always agree on stuff. You might have found your... You might not just not. You might not have found your soul mate. You might have found your the, your your soul <laughs> somebody else. It might be your soul. There's not even mate. Y'all not matings of soul. Y'all not mating souls. This is your soul. <laughs> if you never fuss and fight and argue because you automatically agree on everything, we finish each other's sandwiches. This is what I was gonna say. You would not gonna say that, Hans. You were not gonna say sandwiches. You were gonna say we are gonna finish each other's sentences. You line. You see it right there. Ana, you see the healthy conflict in movies right there, y'all Frozen Ana knew that man was lying We find each other's sandwiches That's what I was going to say She could have stopped the song right there and be like You weren't going to say sandwiches, this is impossible He was lying You see right there Ana avoided the conflict right there Hans, why you lie? You weren't going to say sandwiches Why? You, be, just be truthful with me right now I was going to say that, Proof, prove to me I wasn't going to say that That's for a whole different movie, y'all I have a whole different video right there. Hans of the Southern Isles was a narcissist from Frozen. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I know I babbled on a little bit longer than I normally do. Um, I'm super thankful for y'all. Again, as much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from y'all, and I mean that. These videos come from the ideas that y'all give me. I I read the comments. I try to read all the comments, y'all, but I don't think a lot of people realize if you follow me on one platform, you think that's my only platform. I have a mil- 1.3 million people who follow my TikTok. I get thousands of comments on TikTok every day. I have 48,000 on my Instagram. I have 123,000 on my YouTube. And I have 60,000 on my Facebook page. So every platform is growing. And I get messages and comments from every single... Oh, yeah, it's just, I, try to, I try to read the comments that I can. You know what I mean? So be patient with me. If you see me a message, you see me a comment, I'm going to try to get to it. If I get to it, I promise you I'll respond to it. I'm super thankful for y'all, though. Keep the comments coming. I'll make videos off of them. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Like and subscribe for more, of course. Mental Hillness is out. Peace. And you know my podcasters, I'm super thankful for y'all as well. Follow my YouTube if you haven't. I got a lot of different series, a lot of different videos every single day over there. I'm super thankful for y'all, though. Thank you y'all again. Hit that five stars for me. Mental Hillness is out. Peace.